Hello everyone and welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Science. Uh, you have tuned in to episode 3 of our actual play sci-fi D&D 5e adventure. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Um, uh, we're going to quickly introduce ourselves, tell you uh, who we all are. Um, I shall start. My name is Sharmini. I use she, her pronouns. Um, and in the game I am playing Tenebris, a sorcerer. Um, and I have a job that involves science. If, if, if you mind about that, that's, that's a day job as well. One of the one of the key selling points of this whole yeah, project. Yeah, that's, that's quite key. Yeah. Also, science. Yay. Um, Simon. Oh. <laughs> I was drinking water. Could that you was, not see? That was my bad. <laughs> but I was drinking water. Oh, he was drinking wow. water. <laughs> Hello, I'm Simon. I'm hydrated. I use he him pronouns, and I am playing uh, Uriel, who is a dwarven monk. Um, Bates, do you want to do you want to take, imbibe anything before I age? <laughs> Emily, over to you. Oh! Hi, I'm Emily Bates, and I definitely wasn't just drinking wine. Uh, I use she/her pronouns, and I have a science job in the day. And I play Infinite Sky Six Thousand, who is a druid droid in this. Ali. That's me. Uh, I am the DM. I use he/him pronouns, and I too science. Uh, that's it. Let's do it. Roll, roll the beginning. Rolling the intro. So, where were we? In a mining colony near the McKinsey Mountains on the planet Braxigantu. You three had recently arrived and after a scuffle, had taken on a job hunting down smugglers who were stealing from the colony. After swearing to keep your mission discreet and secret, you went to a bar, you got drunk, and you asked people point blank if they were smugglers. <laughs> Not all of us you got drunk. You ruined it before that, to be fair to us. I think Simon <laughs> ruined it when we went to the Medi Mechanic. And we discussed how we weren't going to ask anyone if they were smugglers yeah. in the bar. <laughs> there, there was a cover story involved somewhere. Yes, it was a great... I came up with a great cover story. Fossils. <laughs> anyway, after a helping hand from the medicanic, short, calm hand, you escaped a bar brawl and ended up outside in the mud where a figure approached you. Oh yeah, Simon was on top of me. I remember now. <laughs> yeah, I rolled to investigate, not to... Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is where we find ourselves. Outside Mova's bar. Simon, uh, Uriel, you and Infinity are lying next to each other on the mud. Next to. Next to each other. <laughs> Tenebris, you are standing between them and the bar, and between you and the bar, this figure stands. It's a stocky silhouette, and the light spilling out from Mova's casts him in a black shadow. His arms are crossed over a long, shaggy beard, and his gut hangs out over his belt. He is built. His muscles bulge. They ripple 
as though trying to escape from beneath his skin. He reeks like a, like a biting musk that attacks your nostrils, Tenebris. As you stand there, rain starts to fall. Soft, heavy droplets. He looks at you three. But he've sent use. <laughs> he snorts. I think you are misunderstanding. Uh, hello, my name is Tenebris. I am an archaeologist. <clears throat> it was very nice to meet you. I am here looking for old things. D do you know any? Make a deception check. Well, come on, come on, sorcerer, <laughs> with that charisma you stat. You are our only hope in this stat. <laughs> if me and Uriel just don't talk. Sixteen. <laughs> what is... An arche... Uh, what is that? Archaeologist? It is someone who looks in the ground for things that are old. It is very clever, um, very uh, complicated, and um, very smart. So, you know, we are all just here. Very smart people. You you maybe don't understand. And we're just down in the mud, like covered I'm, in, I'm, in I'm mud and rain on our face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're very smart, actually. It's a... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, more difficult than it looks. You are here for the smugglers. No, no. <laughs> What's a smuggler? We. I just said we were very smart. We would know what smugglers are here, real. Uh, oh, smugglers. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, the, the whole Some of us are smarter than others. It's very... We have specialisms. You know, yes. Infinite Sky has gone completely like all the stars have gone. It's just clouds that look like they're, they're like rolling clouds. He spreads his arms and where his right hand would be, <clears throat> the light catches the edge of a thick chipped metal blade curving out of the bones of his upper arm. Wait, sorry, it's embedded into his arm. Yes, so Ooh. where the forearm is, it's embedded between the two bones there. Does it look like... Well, sorry, can I, can I like, roll to see if, like, I, can I tell if it's, like, an elegant job or if it's a botched kind of back alley kind of addition? Roll a perception check. Can I tell whether this is distinct from the other prosthetics we've seen, which are... Simon, did you not have your dice with you? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't have his dice. Sorry, podcast. He's just gone to get his dice. Is this plausibly for mining, or does this really look like it could not possibly have a use in mining? That was a 12, by the way, for my perception check. Uriel, it... It has been done with purpose. It's not the best craftsmanship, but it looks sturdy, tough. 
Okay. Uh, tenebris. 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 Thank you. Like. Uh, <laughs> nothing I can think of to pronounce. It <laughs> does uh, not rhyme. There is no rhyme. There's, there's no rhyme. You just have to remember. <laughs> tenebris. You are looking to see if this could be used in mining. Yeah, like we've seen all these people and they, they have various different like uh, prosthetics and uh, implants and like useful things. And, and this is this is like a blade. So I'm trying to think like, oh, maybe it's a mining blade or maybe they're a wood carve. I don't know. Make a... This is probably an Arcana check. It's technology. Ooh, Ooh I love it. Arcana is technology. Arcana, we haven't done an Arcana check yet. Six. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> In the darkness, it's difficult to tell. You don't remember seeing anything like this on the rest of the people here. Yeah. But then again, you're a bit drunk. <laughs> yes, it is true. <laughs> you weren't really looking. Speaking okay. of which, infinity. Yeah. Is it infinity or infinite? Keep... It's infinite sky 6000 or infinity. Don't give him the zero number. Don't give him the zero number. Infinity. I. You finished your um, zombie porter at the end yes. of the last session. I need you to roll a d20. Oh, good. Hey, we don't even know if, the, if, if hey. Infinity has Great. the system capable of processing adding, alcohol. adding anything? Yeah, right. <laughs> As you have finished it and now standing up outside, you start to feel unwell. Oh. And your innards start to crushed together a little bit some of the oil inside you starts to silt up and you take two poison damage oh no is this the second episode of one division happening right now is this the gum that's getting stuck within i just got drunk and it was great i'm not poisoned am i i had a great time as you're looking at him this figure shakes his head Why are you here? For the fo- for fossils, remember? We we told you. We, we we were the smart people here for the things in the ground. We we do the digging thing, not your kind of digging thing. It's like the other. It's a specialist kind of digging. Yes, and right now we will we are going to the forest to dig. So uh, goodbye. We must go. And I'm going to turn around and go to like. Is you're standing up? I've been on the ground the entire time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn around and help help Uriel up. And as you to try to move away from him, he lets out this guttural roar. No! No one leaves! I need you all to roll initiative. Ali, before this session, you said, I really hope I'm not going to kill you all. I still hope that. <laughs> oh, I hope that as well. Right. Okay. This is not good, guys. I don't believe that. Uh, Problem. Okay. I also only have one spell slot left. 
How many did you have to begin with? Two? Two. And, okay. Right, okay. Tenebris? Uh, ten. Tenebris? Um, Thanks. Thanks, hold on. Uriel? Nine. Oh, wait, no, beg your pardon. Um, sorry, uh, 12. I've missed my modifier. And infinity? Nine. Right. So, Uriel. As he lets out this primal roar, he raises his hands above his head and you see his muscles tearing into the fabric that covers his arms. He lifts above his head this huge modified blade out of his hands and he seems to suck in the elemental force of the mountains with this terrifying scream. But you are quick. You know when a fight's coming, so you get to go first. Oh, good! Uh... <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Yay! So, Yay. Uh, how far away are we from the fence that, that is, like, by the forest? That we were, we were ultimately us. trying to get the to. The gate. We were going to go to the, the front gate of this compound. The gate is... I would say it's about maybe... A hundred feet away. Okay. Hundred feet. That's doable. Okay. That's two turns for me. Um, Remember, you can dash on as an action. Yeah, I know. That's including that. Turns. Okay. Um, so you're a dwarf on. Yeah. How fast does this guy look? Because he said he's very stacked. He's got a lot of mass to him. Are you going to use your turn to examine? His legs? Oh, uh, no. No, um, that, that sounded a lot weirder than I meant it to be. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm like closest to him, right? I've, I'm, and then Infinity and Tenebris. No, no, you and Infinity are a little bit further away, standing in the mud. Um, Tenebris is right in front of him, and then it goes him and then the bar behind him. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, run and try and put myself between him and Tenebris and do uh, my uh, unarmed strike, like the monk. So d double, double tap. Right, so you crouch down low, dig your feet into the mud, and you slalom side to side and interpose yourself between Tenebris and this beastly looking individual. Tenebris. Uh, it's gonna take a while. And in front of him, you move to strike. Roll to hit. Right, so this is... Uh, that's a uh, 14. 14 hits. Roll damage. And so... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't know if I've actually hit... Oh, no, I have only hit once before, I think, so I haven't had to... How much damage is it? Is it one... It'll be on your character sheet. Yeah, I'm looking at my character. Oh, 1d4 one, one plus 3. Big bomb. Right, so first That's attack... <sighs> great. Uh, is 4 damage. Excellent. Just checking something. Uh, and then can I, for my bonus action... Gonna go for the double fist. 
The, the, the Superman. Punch. The first punch lands in the sternum. It's like hitting a wall of iron. He looks down at you. At which point, the second punch that he wasn't expecting comes over the top and rolls hit again. And is an 18. That definitely hits. Roll damage. Yeah, screw you in the Discord chat. People who are saying, oh, we really messed up this combat with my mighty four damage it's... again. That's that's not bad. It's, I mean, it's not eight bad. damage overall. We're level one. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's the minimum damage I could have done with two. Right, if you've done eight to me oh. right now, that would have been bad. Yeah, yeah same. I'd be out. The second haymaker comes around, hits him. Just in the jaw. He looks down at you. He's enraged. He reaches up his hand and you, he grabs hold with his left hand of his right arm and brings it down with this scything, fearsome motion towards your neck, Simon. Bob, do like that. Uh, that is a. That's an eight to hit. Does not hit. <laughs> it comes down my bald head yeah <laughs> suddenly the moonlight glints off, your, <laughs> off the sheen of rain that's covering your bald head <laughs> and he pauses for a moment giving you just enough time to drop to the floor and the blade passes harmlessly over you and sticks into the mud Pulls it out. Oh, oh. You can see already he's steaming. The the water landing on him is just evaporating off him. Uh, Tenebris. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> Tenebris is pissed in more ways than one. More ways than one. Yes, <laughs> which is a very good there. point. So I should mention both you, you and Infinity are considered drunk. What does so that you mean? Is that a natural condition? It is. You have disadvantage on attacks and saving throws. Oh god, my back! My back's gonna hurt so much <laughs> after this combat from carrying. Hey, attacks and saving throws, but not ability checks. That's correct. How exciting. It's fine. How it's exciting. Fine. Um, uh, staggers back a little as, as sort of Uriel, like, leaps in front, um, and just, like, looks furiously as this guy swings towards um, Uriel and says um, uh, I said we were leaving and sort of lifts her hand up and I think you should and uh, Infinity and Uriel you don't hear anything else like she stops talking then um, but this this um, figure just hears the word go in, in their head um, this is super cool and can they make a wisdom save, please? A We're going to science save? the shit out right. of this later, shall we? <laughs> Ooh, this dice is not so good. We that like good, bad dice. a seven. Okay. Um, okay, so first off, this figure. What pronouns does this figure use? It is he, him. He takes seven points of psychic damage. <laughs> And wow. he must immediately use his reaction, if he's still got a reaction available, to move as far as his speed allows away from me. That's awesome. What spell is that? Dissonant Whispers. Wow. Yes. 
Please you, tell me his head just pops like a melon. You watch Infinity looking on. You're seeing these shadows, these shadowy figures fighting. It, it's quick, it's violent. And then you see a smaller figure. You can see it's Tenebris stands up. And suddenly, in front of you, this colossal, well, this he's short, but incredibly muscular, this man. He scowls, lifts his hands up, one of which is this massive blade, to his head and grasps his forehead. And he looks at Tenebris and turns and his feet slipping in the mud. He runs as fast as he can. He moves 30 feet um, towards uh, where the shuttle is. So if you remember the map, you are standing in the middle of a road. The road goes from um, the gate all the way down to the shuttle at the bottom and the town is sort of around it. Okay. He has run down towards the shuttle, away okay. from Movers and away from you three. Right. Is the forest the other way from that? The forest surrounds so it's this whole place. Right. Um, um, that... is that? I, well, then uh, she sort of like uh, st- stops for a moment, panting, and then sort of like brings herself up again. And I think uh, we should go now. And I would like to use my movement to sort of speed walk towards the gate. All right. Um, which is the opposite direction. Yeah. So. You uh, are now. <laughs> yes. Daintily, carefully, not looking over your shoulder. Absolutely not. It's like when your mum walking... takes your hand at a shop. And it's just, come on, we're going. <laughs> we're leaving Down right now. <laughs> the road away from Movers towards the gate. Yes. Uh, yes. Infinity. Yeah. Uh, it's now your go. Cool. Um, I'm not feeling too well, so I'm just going to follow Tenebris and um, I'm going to turn around. This might be really stupid. And I'm going to cast Fog Cloud in between us and the guy running away. So 20 foot radius, Sphere of Fog, uh, centered on a point within range. The sphere spread, oh, so actually I can, I can 120 feet away. So I'll put it like over him. Yeah. So like I will center right. it on yes. him. So he just gets surrounded yes. by fog. I was really hoping you wouldn't like, you know, make me lost in the fog because you were further oh. back. No, 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 just straight over How, him. how, um, wide is this fog cloud? 20 foot radius. 20 I can center it up to 120 feet away from me. So I'll center it so as the guy is running, he is in it and no one else is. Okay, so he is now and in the like middle of a, a fog cloud. Bomb. So you, you concentrate. It's so, yes, could you just describe to me? Uh, Tenebris didn't have to describe uh, her <laughs> weird brain stuff, so I'm not doing the science of this, but a cloud of smoke starts, like a little, a little <laughs> pellet comes out from her wrist and like hits the ground and then it's like a smoke bomb it looks like a smoke bomb and suddenly it just fills right uh tenebris not tenebris uh infinity you stand up seeing at the direction that this figure has run you your thoughts instantly go to 
protecting and keeping him away from your new friends, you open up your palm and a pellet flies through the night sky. No one can see it except you. You know where it's going. In the stillness of the air, in the rain, this fog forms a black, impenetrable cloud uh, in the middle of the road, and this figure is gone. And then I'll use all of my movement to sort of go 35 feet uh, the way Tenebris was going. Excellent. You catch up and slightly overtake Tenebris on your way towards the gate. Sorry, I've just got, I've got quite long legs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have like an extra five feet to you. <laughs> that brings us back round to Uriel. You know, it's just been like presumably I'm imagining that he kind of like took a flying tackle with his supermaning double fist action and was just like saw all this happen above him and was like Oh alright uh and is like running now past them because this this guy was not particularly uh yeah, yeah it was like punching iron. This, this, this you could have technically good. got an opportunity attack, but it doesn't matter. You could have got oh, an attack doesn't opportunity. Say, but... Yes, it doesn't say that they're... There it is. Like, uh, I imagine he Sorry. would... Yeah, I probably would have tried to like, trip him. If, if I was on the ground, try and like, trip him up. Not trip him, just punch him. Yeah, that would... <laughs> just punch his ankle. Just punch him. Opposite <laughs> so, of we're kind of going back what we want to achieve. It. Anyway, so, it, it happened. It, it, didn't happen. it didn't happen. You didn't do it. You didn't yeah. do it. Uriel, are you using your action and your bonus action to dash? Yeah, I'll he dash. can't use his bonus action. Can I not? Yeah, you can use your action, but you're not a rogue uh, in this campaign, I'm afraid, Simon. Good uh, point. <laughs> I, got, I got so used to it. <laughs> you can use movement and action, though. Okay, so, so uh, does that mean I can do double distance with movement and action? Yeah, so, yes. so I can go 50 feet. You can. So you put your head down and just leg it through the rain, and the rain drops dashing in your face. You outstrip your companions headed for the gate to the forest. Which brings us back round to the character's turn. He's in fog. Now, Tenebris, how long does that effect last? Just, just That's what it does. a reaction. All right. Like it, it, he has to use his reaction and then nothing else. From inside the fog, you hear a no. No! No! And then, now let's see oh which God. direction. I'm getting Captain Cow flashbacks. <laughs> People who don't know what Captain Cow was, we did a one shot uh, and. Uh... <laughs> the character. And you, you hear this. And you see just the faintest silhouette behind this black cloud absolutely gunning it towards the uh, pod on the other side of the road and then you hear boom <laughs> oh no oh, we, I knew we that's, should have left that anvil lying around <laughs> that's it, his movement he's just going to sit up and he's now on the edge of the fog cloud, he can see a little bit, look around, and he sees your figures in the moonlight as the rain hammers down, turns, and he's going to dash the rest of his movement. 
brings him back. If he was not prone, he has to use half of his movement to stand up. He, it's more be... likely that the pod was he not just prone. Hits it. He's <laughs> just check. <laughs> so, Tenebris, what would you like to do? Um, is everyone here? Are we all moving and fine? Uh, as far as you know, um, Infinity is next to you. You can see in front of you, Uriel head down, just lagging it. All right, let us go. <laughs> and I will, yes, use my movement and my action as the movement and move 60 feet. Let's run. 60 feet. That will bring you 10 feet away from these gates. In front of you, you see tall, 30 feet tall, and as wide as the roads, so maybe 40 feet wide, armoured iron gates, rusted in the rain, jagged, made of plates that clearly don't all belong to the original structure, maybe have been scavenged. And by the side of the gate are two figures. And the, uh, the, the gates are closed to begin with. Yes. The current... Oh, Good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, we had a discussion in a bar vote. about how it would be fine. I checked. Don't worry. That's your action and your movement. Yes, thank you. That's all. Um, That's any all bonus me. action? No, no, thank you. Good. All right. Infinity. You've now suddenly found yourself alone with this hulking figure about 30 feet behind you. How far away are the gates? Like, for me, to that... Uh, 70 feet away from me? or like, No, 60 feet. That's what you said for Tenebris, right? Um, sorry, say that again. How far away are the gates, Timmy? Uh, they are another 65 feet. Great. Um, I will action and dash, uh, sorry, action and movement to get to the gates. Um, and then I will also use my bonus action to cast Shillelagh, just in case. Um, I'll do that, which is where my arm goes and sort of turns into like a lump of wood oh, and looks like it's about cool. to hit things. You moving deftly and swiftly over the mud, covering slightly more ground than your compatriots, you reach the gate, turn. Your arm from inside of it, roots appear, or at least what look like roots. They're in fact. Uh, metal tendrils curling and intertwining around each other and they build out to form a knobbly club and then around it the very faint etchings of bark in the metal as though the striations of the bark were actually scored onto the metal itself um, and then I will do I'll just sort of say to the two people at the gate someone's trying to attack us <laughs> and then just sort of turn and face back Uriel, you're at these gates, these rusted, uh, twisted metal gates um, made of seemingly scavenged pieces of metal with these two figures standing on either side. Um, you, Uriel, are not there yet. You've seen your friends past you. You're on the way. So my, the, my friends have gone past me. And we're currently by the Black Gates of Mordor, from the sounds of things. And uh, Infinite, Infinity's got a club for a hand now. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, someone's trying to attack us! <laughs> Waving a club. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> this is not how I thought this whole encounter would go, you know? <laughs> um, I was really trying to run away. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just going to be like, oh, oh, dangerous over short distances. Uh, look, <laughs> we, oh, I've got less movement than them. Uh, yeah, so there was a there's a guy with a metal hand. He was trying to attack us. You, you, you are fifty feet away from them and the gates. There's a time. guy. <laughs> I mean, I can if I move twenty five feet, surely they can hear me from twenty five feet away. You can move. Yeah, so feet. you're moving. You're taking your action to move twenty five feet closer to the gate. Yeah, and then I'll be like, <laughs> "What gives? There's a you guy slide. with a hook hand. You slide to a stop." <laughs> in the mud look up see these four characters in front of you and then your action is to say there's a guy with a hook hand yeah uh, are, I mean this is a uh, universe in which it is very normal to have all sorts of different uh, attachments so I mean, the, way that not... the way that it's been described has been like a Final Fantasy 7 cloud-esque blade just attached to this guy's arm it did sound more weapony than the ones we've seen so yes it, it, this didn't look like it was a mining saying, implement I'm to just me. saying that's not probably the thing that they're going to find alarming in this situation oh no he tried to slice I me in half them with they're it trying that's to alarming <laughs> Uriel <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do there's a guy with a sword for a hand who's just tried to attack us what is going on can we what is this place Okay, you stand there, legs akimbo, shout to the guards. Yeah. Um, Do the guards they... look like this guy? Roll a perception oh, check. No. Oh, crap. <laughs> have, we just, have we just made trouble and made it double? Uh, hang on. Perception. <laughs> That'd be really bad. I've also realised uh, I've done something really stupid. Nine. It is dark. You're still running, you're still out of breath. The steam from your breath kind of clouds your eyes. They look like the other people that you've seen at this colony. Okay. At least the one on the left does. On the right, they're slightly taller, a little bit slimmer, but they appear to be pretty au fait with what is happening. Okay. Okay. Now. Just need to get out of the gates. From behind you. You will fight me! I will have you! This figure pounding away from the fog cloud towards you. Rage, and you can see his beard flapping to him through his gut actually moving out of sync with his footsteps but the incredible power in his legs, forcing him forward. He's tearing chunks out of the soil and his face is taut in a rictus expression of rage. And in front of him, he swings this blade um, attached to his arm and he is going to move and dash another 60 feet. So he is now within five feet of you, Uriel. Fine. Fine. He used his action. He used his action. So it's fine. Tenebris. Um, I will use my movement to um, keep moving towards the gate. Um, and I would like to shout out to the guards who are there. Excuse me, please open the gates. We are going for a walk. Um... And I don't know whether you roll that if I like if I roll a persuasion check 
check that would essentially be my action. Um, yes, you're trying to achieve something. If yeah, you, yeah. You're essentially trying to get them to open the gate. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and roll your persuasion check. Um, 25. <laughs> I think that's yeah. going to work. We're going for a walk, motherfuckers. <laughs> turn, and with a calm repose, a coolness, which seems completely out of sync with what's going on around you, as the rain drips down your face, you seem almost regal. You stand and you... Please, the door. <laughs> and without even seeming to realise... One of them nods, presses a button, and you hear and the two doors slowly start to slide apart. And now there's, um, in the six seconds in which that, so it would have been a couple of seconds for you to ask, another couple to press the buttons, there's about two seconds in which the doors and you have about two feet now of oh, space there we're on three <laughs> but we're all still a little away a little bit away from the gates aren't we we're all still good no you oh, no, and right there. Oh, cool. infinity are next to the gates great okay uh, just Muriel left is... on the roadblock hello <laughs> oh dear okay okay infinity yeah uh, i'm gonna run to the guy that's attacking uriel and try and hit him with my club arm Roll to hit. Um, can I flank him so I don't get disadvantage with Uriel? If I got, if uh, I got 35 feet of movement? Yes, you definitely can. So I can just roll straight rather than with disadvantage. Absolutely. Great. Uh, that's a 25 to hit. I did not know that was possible. Is that, was that a nat I rolled 20? a nat 19 plus 6. Wow. Yes. You lift up your arm and do how much damage? 10. 10 damage. Yeah. <laughs> Shillelagh's a Kraken spell, everyone, just in case anyone You line yourself up and the metal tendon roots go taut in your arm as you, with a whip-like movement, crack. non-lethal damage, <laughs> she says very quickly as you describe it. <laughs> you can do non-lethal damage, yes. Like Catch him <laughs> straight over the head and you hear this thong. He's a Looney Tunes character. As you hit the skull. Um, he is looking bad. He visibly sags under the weight of that strike. He's breathing deeply now. His legs start to shake a little underneath him. I don't um, like you, and I think you should leave. Bonus action? Just saying it. <laughs> not trying to just saying it like if he wants to take it that's great but no nothing he looks up at you and you can almost see confusion behind his features Uriel can I I, I want to try and attack non-lethally because it sounds like we can you'll have advantage as well because we're flanking now oh cool I won't need it, because this is going to be a nat 20 anyway. Sure, but roll two. <laughs> uh, that first one was a 17, and this is a 10, so 17 to hit. 17 hits, roll damage. Right, anything other than a 1? Simple request, Ooh. dice. Come on. 
Anything other than a one? You can do it. One in four chance. Yeah! Seven damage. Yay! Oh, nice. Is that the best now, you can do? Yeah. On yeah. one attack. Tell me, how would you actually do that? How could that actually be done? <laughs> oh, yeah, how I'm, could you hit him and cause non-lethal damage? I'm, I'm gonna... I, I'm gonna take my metal arm and just slam it really hard into his bollocks. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not gonna kill him, but it's gonna knock hurt. him out. It's gonna Thank incapacitate him. <laughs> so the the point being that you're gonna knock him out, right? Right. Yeah, okay. He falls unconscious from the pain. Yeah, exactly. You ever been hit by a metal right. man in the dick? <laughs> I never have. Not and yet. with that, it happens. <laughs> Wind up, Uriel. A low fighter stance. You've been in this position before. You know how to finish this. You bury it deep in his testes. Like, does he get ground clearance? Does he like slightly leave the leave the floor? No, actually, the the weight was all coming down from the strike on the head. So all of his momentum was moving downwards and you caught him as that was happening. His knees come together and he topples to the floor. And with that, we're well out of combat. I'm just going to make a note for the D&D brief uh, for next week. Genital pain. Yeah. Um, can yeah. it kill you? Or no. unconscious? Sure. Question mark? I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Look, this brings it all into the whole, like, what is HP chat that we could do if we wanted to look at it that way. True. In front of you, Infinity and mm. Uriel, this figure lies on the ground. You can just see in the darkness the chest slowly rising and falling. Um, should we um, try and work out who this person is? Can I I'm, try and like go through his pockets and see if he's got like an ID card or anything in his pockets? Can but... I try and like non-verbally talk to the guards and like point, like look at them and then point at the body and be like, <laughs> "What's this?" <laughs> Infinity. Yes. Roll an investigation check. Sure. Natural twenty. I am on fire. Plus four, so twenty-four. Mm. She's having a good day today. She had a bad time. Wait, do I have to make that with disadvantage because of the drunk thing? No, just ability. It's an ability check, so no. Okay. Um, you bend down and the adrenaline of the fight has cleared your senses. You see things almost luminously. You kneel down in the mud, feeling the cool of the rain falling down your uh, plates. And you reach out with nimble fingers and start leafing through what he's got. Can we say I maybe do a scan to like try and like work out what's there yeah do a scam tell us how <laughs> <laughs> why do i say these things are you um, like x-raying him and, um what, what kind of not x-raying well no okay yeah no i guess it would be kind of x-raying like like, X-ray, yeah. like 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 going through an airport uh <laughs> like scanner with the yeah, with the com- yeah. you put your suitcase on a conveyor belt you just yeah. see what people are Infinity's like, he has four containers with fluids over 100 (laughs) milliliters. That's 120 milliliters, I'm afraid. Um... In the bin it goes. You reach out your hands wide and move them with about 10 centimeters distance away from the body on either side down the length 
of his torso and his legs, scanning. Uh, I actually don't know how those scanners work. Maybe something for us to look up. Yeah. Or maybe chat knows. Let's not go to chat right now. Let's keep. No. Uh, As you move down. Chat for people who are listening to the podcast, by the way. Not, not you too can join the, the Twitch people chat. in the room next door. <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash Dr. Simon Clark. Thursday, 7pm BST. All of that is cut. You move down <laughs> the body and with the adrenaline or the robot adrenaline dr- pumping through your system. Redrenaline. <laughs> Redrenaline. Uh. You feel out for anything strange, anything different from the flesh itself. You instantly see he's wearing a kind of beast hide, some sort of fur that's been pulled down over his shoulders, all the way down over his torso. It looks poorly skinned, ragged, and the head is missing. His muscles, they feel lumpen, misshapen, and his skin is rubbery. There's something very strange about it, something different. You can still feel the heat rising from his body. It's like a furnace. He's steaming in the rain. Does he not seem natural? Well, because you rolled so high, he he is a, a human. He is as human as anyone else in this camp, but there is something different. You can't quite work out what it is, but with that roll, you reach down further. You feel inside with your scanning, looking for anything potentially unnatural. And you start to sense tiny shards. <laughs> little splinters of metal. Oh, in the no. skin, oh, in the muscles. We really shouldn't oh. have drunk that drink. Oh! Oh, no. He's a zombie! A zombie quarter. <laughs> metallic, and you pull away part of the skin to reveal one. Uh, and bring your eyes closer to it. Uh, it's it's enhanced. It's <laughs> matte, mossy green, very sharp, and it's warm to the touch. That's what his body is like. On top of that, he is carrying some items. So first, the first thing when you start looking at the weapon he has is you see that it's actually not especially strange that it, it almost has a kind of um, it has a a universal joining mechanism to the arm as though it could be popped off and removed you will be doing that um on his belt a thick leather belt um which has had uh, new holes added to make it larger there's a thin flat slate. It's almost like a flat piece of stone. Um, as you move down, in his pockets you find a couple of ID cards. And then in his boot, you see 
just the tip of a piece of paper. And I am going to send you. Oh, is it secret? That paper. I haven't read it to you yet, have I? Oh, I love it. It's Infinite Sky. She'll read it out. But. Um. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah, I will. Do the ID cards? Are they? They both this are they the same or are they for like different people uh the id cards uh are both they both have his id on them um one is uh white but sort of scratched and faded so it's seen a lot of use another one has uh, a logo on it um and it looks it's um a drill and then a, a thick black circle around that drill. When you say a drill, like a... Home a drill bit. Spiral. Drill bit. Yeah, okay. And then a snake around it, did you say? Circle. No, a thick, a thick circle. black circle. Um, and has it got his name or anything on them? Both have his name in small writing. His name is Darax Prolotov. Darax Prolotov? Prolotov. Prolotov. Okay. Um, Do you have that? Have you received uh, that? No, where have you sent it to me? I have put it in the secret chat. Oh, if I go, don't send it on Zoom because if I click on chat, then no, no. the recording will stop. Uh, no, it's WhatsApp. Oh, I haven't got it yet. You should. Sorry, anyway. talk much yourselves. <laughs> well, we could take a, we could actually take a quick break there if we wanted and roll the the, the science checks if we wanted to sort this out. Um, before we do that, let's just oh. check in with I've got you, it. you. Okay, you Uriel. Mm. Um, what did, what was it that you were going to do? So I'm, I well, I want to try and communicate to the guards, like gesture at body, gesture at them, and be like, does this happen a lot? Like the, those kind of kind of you know universal body language of. What the hell is this? Uh, the shorter one on the left, uh, he just shrugs his shoulders. The one on the right, the taller, more slender one, stands perfectly still. Okay. Um, does does this not concern you? Like, I mean, does this happen a lot? Do you get do you get you know attacks like this? Doesn't seem safe. The shorter one turns to you. Mate, you bring your own trouble. Now, would the lady like to go through? I will, uh, having been watching Uriel and Infinity, um, sort of very stilly, uh, say in their direction, I uh, no longer need to go to forest. Oh my god. Are you RPing as a cat? Uh, <laughs> Are you seriously RPing as a cat? I've changed my mind and I don't want to anymore. Um... The shorter figure looks at you, furrows his brows for a moment, and then nods. Uh, of course, I'm sorry, milady. My mistake. <laughs> and flicks a switch, and the doors start to slowly close. Oh, um, I would like to remove the man's arm i can the the, the the metal bit not not like chop off his other one uh. 
you reach in it's a simple locking mechanism you pull it out you now just... have a battle axe uh oh Muriel would you like this <laughs> yeah because you can't really do a lot with that can I just you? don't think he should have Good. it anymore in case he wakes up uh it's a, it's a battle axe but is it is it like is it a battle Right. I think that's Ali saying what the stats of it are. No, 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 but I'm imagining, is this like his hand grabbing hold of the blade and I hold the hand? Or Ooh. is it... No, the blade is embedded into the space between the bones and there are clips, um, sort of metallic grabbers, which attach to the bones to stabilise it in place. Right. Um, okay. How? What, what are the stats of a battle axe? I don't know off the top look, of my head. Look them up. <laughs> that's... It's 1d8. I'm just trying to work out... What's your strength modifier? If it's actually better to remain unarmed so that you get... You should... We attack. can talk about this in the break, Simon. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll talk we'll you through do, we'll monk stuff. Stats, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, also, he has this. It, it, it looks like a map. Um, and I will just show them the piece of paper. Infinity's not secretive. Um, I'll, send, uh, I'll send it to the chat. One sec. I don't know how I'm going to show this on stream. <laughs> you Uriel describe it. and Tenebris. The two of you see a, a piece of paper that has been stained and poorly used, but also kept quite safe, as though someone prized it and found it important. On it has been drawn an octagon. In the centre of that octagon is a black circle, and what looks like a road leads through uh, a gate in the octagon to the black circle. Around, on three parts of, on three sides of the octagon are three letters, A, B, and C. Are they like um, sequential next to each other or are they separated? Uh, they are slightly separated around this octagon. Um, I'll take the ID cards as well. And you said there was like a thin, flat slate on his, on yes. his belt. Well, I'll just take the belt too. All right. I'll take it all. Uh, um, maybe we should go into the woods. <laughs> These poor guards. <laughs> just because I, I don't really want to go back. Um, and this, this man may wake up soon. But it is the night. But didn't you want to go? You wanted to go to the forest. The I could actually do with them. Um, I need to sort of power up a bit, and um, I think I can probably try and download some upgrades. What outside fence might not be safe for resting? I don't know if inside the fence is safe for well, resting. Right? Do we have anywhere we can go and rest? No, we did not get bed. No one give us bed. I don't really want to go back to that bar. I will turn to one of the guards and say. It is possible to get bed here? Do you have a home? No. Not here on, on this planet? No. No pod. No bed. Then the slender figure looks over their shoulder at you. There's the Roach Motel. That sounds lovely. <laughs> Doesn't at all sound like we're going to get murdered. <laughs> uh, and we we pay for 
um, bed? The two guards glance at each other. The shorter one. <laughs> sure. You could pay me. Oh, do we have to pay? Um, I don't have any money. Does the does does the the big book guy? Did he have any money? I don't know what any of these things are, and I'll show them the thin bit of slate and the ID cards. Credit are any of them like? Are any of them credit chips? Uh, no. <laughs> they the shorter guard takes the two chips. Like, oh no! I was cards. sorry. I was showing them to to uh, yeah. We were trying Neveris to work out if they Uriel, were money. not 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 ah. not to the guards. Neither of they don't seem to be credit chip cards. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm keeping them. <laughs> Becoming a hoard. <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm not sure if actually staying here is a good idea. We did just get attacked by the big we burly really man. Really should go. He might wake up. Right. Tenebra, do you want to go to the trees or not? You seem to be flip-flopping on this one. Well, I don't need to go to forest. I just don't know where is best place to sleep because in the forest might be monsters. The forest is natural. It should be fine. Well, you would say that. But yes. sometimes the creatures, they like to eat um, us for, for natural sustenance. Oh, yes, that's the circle of life, though. So that would yes. be natural selection, really. Well, I would like to naturally select to not get eaten. Um, okay, yes, I can go along with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I'm just thinking, stay here, no money, go out there, difficult to sleep. But no need for money. If we stay here, we're probably going to need money. Um, but, yes... Why don't we go to this motel and just see what we can Let do? Let us ask them. Maybe we can pay later. Yes. All right. Oh, also, I think this man had the filings from the drink that we drank earlier in him. Because he is drunk? No, no, look. And I'll pull back the bit of skin again and show oh. the wow. filing. Oh. See? Should that be there? I don't think so. Make a perception check, both Uriel and Tenebris. That's a three. <laughs> oh, jeez, it's a eleven. You see nothing, just oh. this lumpen, rubbery skin. This is meat? No, I don't, no, this isn't right. This isn't natural. There's, can you see? Look, there's this tiny green little slither of filing. I don't know what inside of people look like. Oh, um, well, it doesn't, like it shouldn't. It looks all fleshy I don't believe and, it should look like this, but maybe I'm... Maybe I mean I've only got images in my database. I don't have. This is the first time I've actually seen inside someone. So, apart from that person earlier in the medi mechanic, I saw inside that. That was very exciting. Let us go to motel um, and say okay. and say hello. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's just keep an eye out for any more of these people. Thank you very much for very helpful guarding. Uriel, uh, that was very good when you when you hit him. Oh. At um, the end there. Well, that was, uh, I mean, you, you did all the work, really. I'm just a servant, It seems like you really. found, like, a weak point. Well, uh, it, that's the thing with organics. They've got, you know, really, really kind of critical points mm. in their anatomy. Um, oh, as okay. you talk amongst yourselves, uh, the, the shorter guard gives a sort of stiff bow to you, Tenebris, and points uh, 
into uh, the encampment, pointing across past what looks like a large, uh, square, dark, blocky structure, and past that. So, the three of you had just taken on and soundly thrashed some sort of heavily muscled uh, individual. And now, after thinking about going into the woods, you decided against it, and you're making your way across the camp towards the Roach Motel. As you walk, the shadows carpet the ground around you. It's almost impossible to see what you're walking through, but you can smell the grass. And the wet of the rain is easing now, and behind the clouds, a slight shimmer as one of the moons starts to appear. You can still hear the echoing of shouting, but it's starting to die down now, and there's a stillness falling over the camp. Occasionally you hear a and then silence falls again. As you walk, make a perception check, everyone. My favourite thing to hear. 21. I'm having a great, great day today. Uh, 14. 10. 15. Tenebris and Infinity. Looking around the sides of these colony pods, they're sturdy, they're not decorated. But some sort of gossamer floating substance hangs off the side of some of them. It catches the moonlight and it's silvery. Sorry, what do you mean by gossamer? Is that maybe like cobwebby? Yeah. Yeah. Like stretched thin, like cotton wool and stuff like that. Yes, exactly yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, cool. Great, great, great. Can I trail my hand through it as we pass, you know, just like take 20 points of yeah. poison down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you reach up, put your hand in it. It's viscous, sticky. It's webbing. Does it look like yeah, does it does, would I assume it could be plausibly cobweb? Yes, it and... feels like spider's web, but not not like the sort of spiders that you might have encountered in Gunko, this feels tougher, more uh, stringy and hard, powerful. Ooh. As you continue to walk, you see a light slowly appear out of the darkness. It's coming through what looks like an open doorway from a colony pod set back slightly from the others. Behind that, you can see it's not far from the perimeter walling, and these vast pillar-like trees rise up behind it. From this pod, the light has a different texture to it. It almost 
flickers, not something that any of you have seen before. You're used to harsh, still, uh, penetrating light that's on, that's off. This feels different. Where was that light post- source again? Sorry, I missed... I, I'm... The light source is coming through what seems to be the open doorway of one of these pods. Okay. Uh, is this the one that we were directed in the direction of, or is this one that we've just passed? We're passing. It is in the direction that you he- that you were sent. Yes. Okay. As you approach it, you see that the outsides of this cabin are deeply dented, pitted. Like it's been here for longer than the others, or maybe has been ill-used. Graffiti in all colours and languages is scrawled on the outside. Uh, Uriel, you read Dwarven? Yeah. You see amid uh, the mess and bright colours and faded ones, they check in and then over... The next part of that is written diagonally in some poorly drawn hand. Ali Thundersock was here. (laughs) Ali? Ali Thundersock? Did you just say? Is that your nickname from school? We don't want to know how he got that nickname. (laughs) I'm going to start calling you Thundersock. Ali Thundersock. Close to the door now. And this strange flickering light is orange on the walls of the inside of the cabin. Simon's laughing and it's making me laugh. I'm not. Sir, I'm, I am being quiet Simon. for the recording. <laughs> laugh all you want. <laughs> and you congregate outside this door and you hear from inside a low crackling. A noise you're unfamiliar with. Ten is going to stick her head round the door. You put your head in and immediately you're struck by the movement of the light playing over all the surfaces. It's almost like it's alive. You look closer and there's something, some shapes block the source of this light, which seems to be coming from the base of this pod. So you've come in on one end, down the other end is this flickering light source, and round it are these misshapen sort of objects silhouetted by the light. I presume it's nowhere near as as bright as daylight. It's not, no. But it has a sort of life of its own. Are the shapes we can see uh, people-shaped, or are they uh, like cargo kind of shaped? They don't look like a sort of classic humanoid shape. They are sort of lumpen. But then you see the silhouette of a hand, a human hand. It reaches out, seems to poke something near the light source, and then withdraws again. You hear a grunt from inside. You be careful around that. I want to walk towards the light. 
It's so beautiful. We've had a cat this episode. We've had a moth now. How many more animals are we going to fit in? You don't like characters being like animals. You're going to hate infinity at higher levels. <laughs> this is just Tenebris going in. Uh, I'm going to follow. I'll, I'll, I'll follow behind as well. Um, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll follow everyone. In you all tread. Gong. 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 Your feet on the bare metal of the floor. There's a slight shift in some of the shapes. A turn. And then back towards the light source. As you get closer and closer to Nebris, you can see a flickering shape as though the light itself was alive, and beneath it, piles of wood, scraps of wood, heated up and heated up, and then it hits you. This is a fire, a wood fire, something you heard about, but you've never seen. You smell the pinene, the burnt ash. It's strange, not unpleasant, but harsh, biting. One of the bundles turns. Coming in? Are you going out? Uh, is this the, um, Roach Motel? <sighs> A snort. The figure turns back. Come join us, eh? We're all roaches here. Hello, roaches. Hello. I'm Infinite Sky C uh, 6000. Serial number 869197. What? Why? Sorry. Not, not, what, Why? No, not our most organic still. We, don't, we, we need somewhere to stay. We can't freak them out. You're wonderful and perfect. You've never done anything wrong. But, oh, but right now, it's just, it's just... I just... I didn't finish the serial number, so they might think they've got the wrong code. They love yeah, ambiguity. We... Don't worry. They, they don't know the strength and certainty of, of steel like us. Okay. It's fine. I, I, I don't know if I'm made of steel. Conversation for another time. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, are we honorary roaches then? How does, how, does this, how does this work? He's very awkwardly kind of shuffling towards. You shuffle towards them and they hitch themselves away. Uh, forming a small gap that you could three could just about squeeze into if you wanted. Yes, please. <laughs> you huddle in closer to this fire, to Nebris. You, uh, Infinity, make a history check. Oh, history. Sixteen. Uh, you reach back into your scrambled, disrupted memory banks looking for something that can explain the beauty of this thing that you're looking at. But there's nothing there. Oh. Just just a hint of heat and that's all. Just because so I, w I have druid craft which I can light or snuff out a candle, torch or a small campfire. Not if so, you didn't know that you could. Well that's why I'm, that's why now I'm that, asking. Now that you can. Now that you've seen it. Uh, Is that what what just... are you asking? Whether because what I was just about to do was just so in 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 my head I have a little like lighter in my thumb and I can just like 
peel my, and then it comes a little flame comes out that's how i was going to do uh that part of druidcraft oh. are you saying that i wouldn't know what fire is because that's fine we can until can now infinity, or do now i'm like ah okay i got it, got it. infinity will be great at concerts you can just stick your own spell up in the air. <laughs> this specific kind of fire you have not met before. The like fire, a wood burning, lovely. A wood okay. burning open fire. Lovely. No. I'm like, look, you, I can, can do this too. <laughs> you lift your finger up, your thumb, you open it, and a small blue gas flame comes out of the top. Do you like it? I like it. Be careful with that. Oh, sorry, sorry. How, sorry. how come you're burning the uh, the wood if you run out of chem burners or something? Like, <clears throat> keep it down, will you? Have you nothing interesting to say? Are you are you all natural? One of the shapes turns to look at you. It's a woman. She's tall, but hunched. She is muscular, much like the people that you've met. And she's handsome, but older. She has almond eyes and a thin brush of stubble shading her chin. She's wearing a filthy tank top. And you can see underneath her seat where she sat down, oil is very slowly pooling around her legs. Oh. Uh, she looks at you. Come close to the fire and tell us why you're here. Well, um, I, I, I just woke up here today. I, um, I'm not really, <laughs> I don't really know how to say this. I was, sent here a long time ago, I believe, um, to make this planet habitable. And, well, it seems like maybe I did my job well and um, I, I should have been decommissioned and switched off, but I've, I've, I've turned on and, uh, um, well, I'm, that, that's my story. I don't really have anything more to say. I'm Infinite Sky 6000. And then I sort of look at Uriel and stop talking. Isn't she gorgeous? Oh, um, I, I don't. I, Did you make the forest? Infinity. I, um. Well, it's in my coding. I, I, I could have done, but I don't know. Everything's a bit scrambled at the moment, and well, like I said to you, I'm uh, feeling things, which that's not normal. So, I, what I would quite like to do is sort of rest for a bit and maybe try and sort everything out and then hopefully tomorrow I won't um, won't be feeling anything any, anymore yeah we can only hope uh, could... right it, that was, it's bad isn't it it's bad that I'm feeling like happy and sad and angry oh, no, no, and... Ha happy good happy good yes it, it, it is good but how do I how do I keep that bit but get rid of I, I keep getting sad at things and then I get angry at things and I think you, it's better just to get rid of everything you take with the good, with the bad, or you get rid of everything. It clouds your judgment. It impedes your logic. Right. Do you uh, turn into the other, the other roaches? Uh, do, do you mind if we uh, stay here 
tonight? Would that be all right? We kind of stop you. Now, I heard a commotion outside. You wouldn't have happened to have anything to do with that, would you? Oh, yes, that was us. Someone tried to attack us. But Uriel saved us, and Uriel was so scary that the man, he ran away from Uriel. Yeah. So if anyone comes here uh, and you want them to uh, run away, Uriel could protect you. He did run away. He did then come back. It's it's a tactical withdrawal, you know. You you know when to apply force and when to get out. It's like all forms of mechanics, you know. Uh, Tenebris, make a deception check. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> all right, but it was good. You like? Do you like? My like, oh no, fourteen. <laughs> We're not gonna like 14, it. Fourteen. <laughs> fourteen. 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 Mm. My passive insight is 14, just as a... Oh, oh, damn. No, wait, that means... The tall woman... Oh, Jesus. ...snorts again and reaches out and puts a metal hand into the fire and slowly turns the logs. Are you, um... You want me to turn that off for you? I can... Don't stop it. I could start it again, I believe. I'm going to... Can I, um, like, investigate visually, to be clear, visually investigate the uh, the, the woman who, who just did that? This... <laughs> Look, last time we had a, a slight miscommunication, okay? The hands, back to the hands, back to the hands. <laughs> investigation is about prying into things, is about, you know, opening up bits that you can find, about rooting around with your hands. If you just want to look... A visual inspection—that is perception. Okay, I, I just want to have another, a, like a more of a deep look at her. <laughs> what are you? Tr- what are no. you looking for? I'm trying. To, I'm trying to work out <laughs> if it is possible to work out visually if she, how how extensive her augmetics are, uh, and you mm. know what her progress in, you know, removing organic components is, and how she's gone progress. about it. Progress. I love that even as Simon, you're oh, no, it, referring it, it, to it as progress. <laughs> Raw perception. Uh, right. <sighs> winked at me. I, a, a good roll winked at me. Uh, that was an eight. Eight. You look down, you see the metal hand in the fire. You can't see anything else. It's too dark. But what you do see is that this hand is not well made. It looks as though maybe once... It was of good quality, but now there are bits missing. Two of the fingers are curled up, uh, the the small finger and, and the fourth finger, and they don't appear to be able to move. And she's using the other, the thumb and two fingers as a claw to move things. Uh, are you a, are you a friend of Alan? Are you a... Oh my God, I'm sorry, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Alan Key. She she looks at you and looks at the string of oddly shaped metal objects around (laughs) you. 
she slowly shakes her head. I've met those like you. Let me tell you, love is more powerful than any of your mechanical mumbo-jumbo. Well, we might agree to disagree on that one, but I could take a look at that hand of yours. I might be able to fix it up a little bit. She pulls it out of the flame and it disappears into the shadow. She shuffles a little bit. Her back arches over a little bit. No, if I'm not mistaken, that was the sound of Gronk Kellersnark being roundly dismissed by the mm. three of yous. Oh, no, I, I don't think so. Um, I think his name was Darix Prolotov. And we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> she puts the car behind her back. For the first time, you see the glimmer of a smile on her face. Well, no, that's excellent news. Uriel, you can roll a deception check if you want. Oh, go on, an in for a penny. Uh, in for a metric unit. Minus one. Minus one. Uh, what is my deception? It's, oh, no, it's not minus one. That, oh, that's still good, though. That's 16. Hey. Ooh. She squints at you. Well, you'd best get your story straight anyway. I'm not the one you need to convince. Sorry, why, why is this... Do you have roaches here? I'd quite like to see one. <laughs> a little movement comes from across the fire. A face pokes its way out. It looks young, soft, almost kind features. Gives you a smile. Is it a roach? <laughs> like a cockroach? It's a young... It's a young <laughs> person. Oh, <right. laughs> I thought that was obvious. But... <laughs> I, did, I did too, and then I was like, wait, he's not saying anything. Maybe it's a cockroach. <laughs> that features are soft for a cockroach. <laughs> please. He please, clicked his know. mandibles together very appealingly. <laughs> he looked like the kind of man that survived an apocalypse. <laughs> you want to see roaches? That I can help you with. I just... And It's a weird you. name. Okay. Oh. As you go around the fire to, to look at him, he shifts his way back a little bit and reveals behind him a pulsating, quivering mass. Oh. You listen, you hear. Oh, I want to unsubscribe from this ASMR newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> it writhes underneath you. It's mostly black, but occasionally the light of the flames glistens off the shells of this ball. I write roaches on creatures Infinity has seen on my spreadsheet, please. Aww. Great, good. As <laughs> Infinity ruins. is bending down, putting her face as close to these things <laughs> as she can, she reaches out, she strokes it, slowly inserts her hand. And as that's happening... Uh, the woman turns to you, Uriel, and to you, Tenebris. Now, why would you 
have a problem with Darax? Well, I think we've already made it very clear that we uh, we didn't. But uh, if if we did, uh, you said that you're not the person we would have to hypothetically worry about. Uh, who no, who would we have to worry not. about? Well, I'm glad that someone's going to tell you before you leave tonight, that's for sure. She crosses her arms and the kindly expression that had taken over her features dissipates and they're set hard like stone. Um, give me one. As she consults her source material. <laughs> <laughs> While, we, while you're having a look, Ali, she said a name that wasn't Darax Prolotov. Gronk Killer Smart. Okay, you guys got it. Right. Oh, Killer well, Smart? Got two, I it? got Killer Smart. Killer Snark. Killer Snark. Thank you. Gronk, Gronk, You see her stare deep into the fire and unconsciously she starts rubbing her metal hand with her other. The man who he works for, that is who you need to worry about. Raunak Lightpounder. He's a thug. He's a killer. He was military once. Rumour is discharged. He's never said what for. Wound up here with his gang. And those that follow him, huh? They're in his thrall. Now, he's not much for brains, but there's a force to his character. Many a person's put their morals aside when gold's to be had and a persuasive leader. What is he like a... You said there's gold, like... What, what does he do to get the gold? He's a smuggler. What else are you going to do around here? Solved the problem, everyone. This was easy. Easy. This was great. Yeah. We're be Freeze frame. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry. <laughs> well. Oh. Uh, okay. Well. Uh, that's, uh, that's that's useful to know. You know, people that we want to uh, not meet. I mean, where do we need to avoid? Where you know, if, if we. <laughs> He sounds like a pretty dangerous person. Where would we have to avoid if we wanted to make sure to never run into him? Well, I hope uh, you've finished off Darax. Because if he knows you're here, then here is where you shouldn't be. Now, when we left him, he was unconscious. Uh, he doesn't know where we are. We should not have taken his, his uh, arm. That was probably very impolite to do, I think. Yeah, I'm slightly playing with a sore about this whole thing. <laughs> Rubbing my metallic arm. Yeah. The cockroach sat on your finger, just waves its little oh, antennae at you. Hi. Oh, hi. You're so cute. Out of oh, focus. Infinity face yeah. behind. <laughs> and move slowly along your finger. That's like Wally. Oh my god, it's Wally! Oh. At the start of the film, where it's just him and the cockroach. I mean, that's she's more Evie, but yeah, she's yeah. definitely more of an Evie. Yeah. Um, the rain is falling harder now, 
banging doom, 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 against the metal roof of the pod. The fire starts to flicker lower. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't... Pretty sure that, you know, this, this Ronak person doesn't know where we are, but, I mean... I'll where... come back over with the cockroach and say, well, we, the guards told us to come here, so I'm sure they wouldn't. Have told us that because we had nothing to do with the altercation. Right, and if he had been lying on the ground in front of them, there's no way they would have said where we'd gone afterwards. That would be strange. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to call him Cock. <laughs> Hi, we're the Roaches and this is Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My window isn't... Yeah, it's closed. <laughs> That's, That's a bonk nice check. Name. Bonk check right there. <laughs> hello, Cock. Nice to meet you. You real? Say hello to Cock. I'm not really a fan of Cock, if I'm honest. It's a bit too fleshy. <laughs> I put him back down and let him run back to his brothers and sisters. Oh, Goodbye, like, cock. Having named the, the cockroach cock, he immediately over just like, well, that's definitely a man. <laughs> like, he was a man. I checked. Oh. Oh, when, I didn't mean it when I said it like that. Yeah, you were looking really closely. In, infinity can just tell. Infinity okay, let's go with that. Knows her bugs. Um, right, okay. What, what were we saying before? <laughs> <laughs> Before the intrusion of cock into this conversation. <laughs> As you just, are I just around, pointed out that the guards would probably not have told him. This flickering, flaming fire with the faces of your fellow roaches just visible in the dying light. Infinity. You hear a... Bing! And the slate that you have on your person vibrates. Someone sticks in them! I'll look, look at it. This is on making a noise! I love it! On one side is matte, nothing changed. If you turn it over, you see a shape begin to rise <clears throat> out of the stone. Oh. It's small. It's a letter. Oh. It just says B. B. We know that then, one! What? Sorry. We have a map! Hyphen. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Oh, sorry. B hyphen. Sorry. B hyphen. And then 22 colon 30. This has a serial number too, I think. Um... Can we all see that, or is that just something that Infinity can see? I'm you... holding it very up. Yes, you can all see this. As you look at it, the letters slowly sink back into the slate and disappear. That is but you very have cool, and I'm adding, I'm adding that to the what we need to talk about thing. Mm. Cock. Do you think, do you think, <laughs> what do you think that was? That was interesting. Do you, do you think someone's trying to send him a message? Yes, message. Important message from boss. Should we reply? It seems like a location and a time. Be Hello. on the map and 2230, it being 
Uh, roaches, help me out. What what time is it right now? Oh, I should know that. Do I know that? Probably not, but... Uh, you do know that, yes. It's uh, around 3.30. No diggity. Uh, and so... God. 3.30 a.m. morning. We've spent all night faffing around in that bar. Oh, my God. I've got a while. <laughs> It seems like a long time that we could maybe rest in. It does. Um, it, that sounds good. Um, it's raining a lot right now. Um, just one second. And just because I'm trying to get all my uses of Druidcraft in today, I can predict what the weather will be at my location for the next 24 hours. What? Um, With Druidcraft? Druidcraft is one of the things. No you create way. a tiny harmless sensory effect that predicts what the weather will be at your location for the next 24 hours. What? The effect might manifest as a golden... Ob- all these things. I would like her body to, like, show Display. what the sky is going to be like for the next 24 hours by, like, hopefully tapping into a satellite is what I'm going for. She's becoming you're, a weather girl. You're trying to tap into a satellite? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You reach out... Um, through the ether, looking for the floating ships that you know ring every planet that humans inhabit. You reach out and out, and you find something. It's chaotic, it's scrambled and noisy, because it seems to be speaking in a language far beyond what you have. You delve through it, and at last you reach the lower level code, an old language, a language from before this time a language which you would consider druidic and you listen and you hear forecast 0900 1200 1200 to 1500 clear 1500 to 1800 cloudy 1800 to 2100 fog 2100 to 0000 fog dog a bank so as she's sort of tapping in you just see her uh, her screens just shift through like a cycle of the weather for the next 24 hours and she goes oh there you go so it shouldn't rain tomorrow so that's nice meteorological predictions are famously very accurate (laughs) god technology has come a long way (laughs) yeah in the future um I'm going to turn to the roaches but why, why do you why do you call yourselves roaches then it's a bit of a you don't mind me saying, a bit of a strange name. Do you use... The younger face looks out. We don't call ourselves roaches, but eventually the name sticks. After all, we never leave. Why do you not leave? No money. But that's not all. Oh. I mean, is there just not an opportunity for uh, for getting yourself some cash? Is that is that you, what the problem is? You don't have jobs here. No jobs. No. No. Floaters, you see. 
No jobs for floaters. I, uh, but I, I hunt. I can sell some things. They don't like you at the bar, do they? The figure shrinks a little bit into its sort of sacking. What makes a floater then? Is it because you come from off world? Some of us. But the people here, they're very. <clears throat> clears their throat. You can hear a kind of huskiness to it, so they've been out in the cold for a while. I just think people round here, they, they're, they're a close-knit group. And, and who can blame them? I would be too. Are you not happy here? Oh, I'm very happy. I get to be close to JB. But that's just me. I mean, it's a beautiful place as well. I mean, that's why you're here, isn't it? You really Unless think it's you've beautiful. come to see Jamie too? Um, I don't know who Jamie is, but... <gasps> Thank God. I'm sorry. You are quite intimidating. I wouldn't want... Oh, I'm sorry. No I didn't mean to be. Who's, who's Jamie? Jamie's my friend. My friend-to-be. Where, where is he? He's in the colony. He works. We met before, you know. I, I don't know if he remembers me, but we did meet. And when I have enough, when I have enough money from my hunting and maybe I'll, maybe I'll find something in the woods I can sell when I have enough, then we'll meet again. Where, where does, where does Jamie work? In the mine, like everyone. You said earlier that love is more powerful than any of Uriel's mumbo-jumbo. Disagree. Are oh, you... oh, I didn't say that. Oh, Did it wasn't that. Oh, hello. Sorry, I got confused as he was talking. You're, you're, this is the younger face, right? That's that I'm you were talking Yes. To, yeah. Right, got it, got it, got it. I won't say that then. Um... You said you met Jamie before. Oh yes, well, I, I say I met him. I we, we might as well. I'm sure he saw me, and I saw him, and that's the important bit. But Jamie, yes, that's that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Why are you here? Fossils. Job. Yes, foss fossils. Need job for money to live happily somewhere with job. Oh. Last job was no good. Find a new job. You hear a snort from beside you. <laughs> the taller woman draws uh, her sacking around her. It's bedtime now. Quiet down. Yes. The embers of the fire die out. You will sleep here? I, I don't really sleep, but... Yes. I think we should stay here. I could do with um, tapping into the cloud for a bit. 
already did that to me. Recharging. So, are you all sleeping? Should we maybe... Um, I, it doesn't take me so long, really, to charge, just a few hours. Um, if, if you can keep an eye while I recharge, maybe I can watch you two for the rest of the time. I'll protect you as long as you need. Oh, that's very, very kind of you, Yuri. If it could be like three hours tops, though, because I am feeling very it sleepy. It does take exactly four. <laughs> it is okay, Uriel. I don't need to sleep for long. I can... I will rest for a few hours and then watch. We'll but, take uh, it in turns. Yes, you can We'll sleep protect you, Uriel. Uriel. You go to bed. But I... But I... I uh, yeah, it'd be very nice, actually. You just Thank tuck you. him in. I just put... <laughs> the cowl is just like... <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon if you saw, like... <laughs> if you saw a mechani- somebody with mechanical arms, they had, like, one thumb that was rusted. <laughs> they suck it at night. You all curl up around the last heat of the flames you snuggle together as the roaches all form a little ball like the ball of roaches nearby and slowly with the hammering of the rain you all drift off with the exception of infinity so I think I'm going to go I'm going to recharge first and then after four hours Tenebris is going to go to sleep and then I'll four hours it'll be 7.30 <laughs> I'm the lion, baby, because we need a long rest. <laughs> At least Infinity, I do. You don't. Roll a perception check. I'm asleep first. Just I'm, as I'm, a... I'm, I'm... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Tenebris, roll a perception check. Oh, God. Four. Uh oh. I feel so safe. I think I think Tenebris is charging. Is feeling really actually feeling really cozy here. Um, I think it's like the that the space feels enclosed and the embers still of the fire um, are, are, are very sort of distracting and the the closeness of the of the people and the enclosedness feels kind of almost more homely than a lot of the places she's, she's slept in recently and she's just gazing at the fire. <laughs> the embers of the fire. You sit, the rain slowly softens on the roof and you're lost in your thoughts. Four hours passes. Infinity, you wake. No. No. Oh my god, I'm so confused. You're all dead. Hold up. <laughs> Roll constitution check. That nearly, went, that nearly went great, everyone. Nearly went Inf- so well. Let me press the long press button. Infinity. As you slip into your machine trance. First blackness. Stillness. The soft running of your base code going through its steps, defragmenting. Yeah, we, our yeah. chat was just saying that in Twitch, just saying, would it be some sort of cleanup th- code like a defrag? And yes, exactly. That's exactly what it's doing. Got to empty that recycle bin. Yeah. <laughs> As that happens, a soft light invades your vision. You hear sound of water and not rain some sort of running water a stream maybe somewhere nearby 
the light is still fuzzy, blurred. Reach out your hand and touch something. It's bark, but covered in lichen and moss, and it's warm to the touch. In the distance, Slowly, the light green with the golden sunlit rays it slowly fades. We never got a good look at what it was, but you felt it. And you wake. Okay, uh, Tenebris, I'm uh, all recharged and ready to go, so uh, if you want to go to sleep, um, would you like... Is, has the fire gone out yet? Yes. It's can I completely just, cold now. Can I relight it with my thumb? <laughs> it's black and charcoal. You wouldn't know this, but that can't be relit. You try for a little bit. Nothing. Just hold, hold the my I thumb think... in between Uriel and Snebris to try and warm them up. <laughs> then like, the wrist pops <laughs> open and a bigger flamethrower comes out. <laughs> That's the future. Mm, yes. Infinity. I think the lady wanted to turn the light out for sleep, but oh. should have lighted this fire. Oh, okay. I'll do. Yes. I'll. 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 They like pat down all the place. <laughs> all right. Good night. Good night. Uh, Tenebris is 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 gonna is is gonna like sit and like it's, it's sort of like semi meditation, semi sleeping. And as she sort of like sinks into this like meditative state, there's almost if if you're looking infinity like an occasional, you know, like when you see a very faint light, but if you look directly at it, it's gone. Mm. Um, I know where that is for science. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone say science chat? <laughs> Would you like to do a chat of opportunity? A chat of opportunity, Does anybody does anybody else know why that is? No, I don't know. Is this do so, the density yeah, of cults versus, oh, it's versus cones. in your eyes? Boom! Boom! Yes, yes it's so the where you your the focal point of your eye is all cones so that you can see colour, but actually the rods that surround the cones are more they're more sensitive to light, so they can see in lower light conditions. Mm. So if you look slightly away from say a star that you're trying to look at, you will see it just outside of your sort of centre of vision because the rods are picking it up, and then as soon as you look at it, it goes to the cones and they're not sensitive enough and it disappears. Uh... So if you want to see stars in the sky, that's how you do it. Look away. Okay, back in. Sorry, you were describing your sleeping. There's just around, just, and it's never in the same place, and you can never catch it. But you know, maybe on on the sleeve of her black jacket, on the ground next to her, on the wall, um, just this faintest sense of of a tiny spot of light. But that's cool. I, I feel like infinity will just keep like trying to see it <laughs> <Be like>, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, presumably infinity will have a different ocular system though right like if it's no. a digital no. sensor <laughs> oh, that's mm. oh, we'll, we'll see as we'll infinity falls into her trance tenebris follows this almost patch of light other way around 
It's okay. Ali is confusing. Why can't we all just sleep at the same damn time? Sorry, sorry. Keeping watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite impressed with that, actually. Uriel, you feel the cold tendrils of the machine minds attached to you slowly creep into your sleep. It's comforting. It's right. Machine minds? I'm dreaming of electric oh. sheep, baby. Oh man, what is this? Infinite Sky might be the weird so one, but secrets. you two are keeping so many bloody so secrets. So many secrets, I love it. You complete your long rest, and as the <gasps> dawn doesn't break, because it's like 11, <laughs> you wake up, wake up like students. You hear <laughs> the sound. <laughs> You're woken by the sound of engines roaring, blaring, voices, and that is where we will pick up next time. I just want to... Are, are, are these air horns going to work? I don't know. You probably won't be able to hear it, but can chat hear this? <laughs> yeah, good. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it, but great. <laughs> oh, dear. That was lovely, Ali. That was really Thank lovely. Thank you so much for, like, yeah. It was simultaneously being attacked job. by a zombie with a, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a battle axe. And also yeah. very touching, falling asleep, cuddled really up. Enjoy it. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. And also Ooh, in okay. the middle, somehow, cock. <laughs> cock was my favourite. As said, it should be. Cass said she might draw it, but there's my little um, representation. What is that? Oh, oh cock. Look at little last, cock. Last week, the last session, we had ball sacks. <laughs> no, no. We're just making our way this... through sexual organs. We had dig in the first episode as well. Oh, yeah. So we are, we are yeah. really <laughs> keeping up with the theme in every single um, <laughs> um, I think okay we will end it here um, thank you everyone for listening watching don't forget to follow us on all socials we are RP Geeks D&D um, on Instagram Twitter TikTok YouTube and then also we have the podcast it's available on all pretty much major podcast apps just search RP Geeks or Dungeons and Dragons and Science. I'm not sure which is the best one to search, we but have, we have a pod link. The and pod link will take you to all of the different services, yeah. There's right. so much stuff. A Discord. Um, go to our Discord. Simon, how do they get to the Discord? I so the Discord, uh, if you're in Twitch yeah, chat right now, um, you can uh, just put exclamation mark Discord. Otherwise, um, you'll find a link to uh, an invite to it on my socials. And there is an RP Geeks chat uh, within that where we're going to be talking about well uh, all of us lot have been in there talking to to you guys about theories and sort of we're hoping that people have put you know I, I think we're going to have like things like favourite moments from the streams we'll have people trying mm. to unpick our character backgrounds and try and work out <laughs> what the story's going next yeah. and what sexual organ will be in the story next week uh, and if you all post memes in there then I'll put them on the Instagram yes absolutely um, cool so Bye. Bye then. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>